Hello and welcome everyone to the third session of Holocasa. My name is Michael and today I'm hosting Jay, who is originally from Stockholm in Sweden. He's a wealth manager and has moved to Bogota about two years ago. Um, I'm very happy to, to have him and uh, before we start, I would like to make sure that everyone who's listening via Google Hang Hangouts um, is able to also raise his or her hand and will be able to ask some questions. Short explanation, if you go on top of Google Hangouts um, to the bar, next to the name of yourself, of your name, you see a question mark and next to that, there's a small panel. Uh, looks like a net. If you click on that, you can see um, a symbol which is which calls or which, which is called um, Q&A. Click on that and then you're gonna be able to raise your questions and we will be happy to, to answer them later on. Um, additionally, I would like to introduce quickly our Columbia Real Estate Guide. You can, if you watch via Hangouts, you can see it on the right-hand side. If you watch via YouTube, you can find that in the description. You can download that and we hope it's helpful for you. Another quick point, if you are interested in becoming member of our live interview community, um, there's also a link in YouTube in the description so that you're going to be able to, to attend them live. And also, if you're interested to become a guest, um, just fill out your data and then we will contact you. So, Jay, welcome and happy to have you. Um, why don't you quickly introduce yourself? Hi, Michael. It's a pleasure to be on your show and uh, I'm just as happy to be here. Uh, well, everyone, my name is Jay Darren. Uh, I am from uh, Sweden, uh, Stockholm, and uh, I'm a wealth manager. Uh, been so for eight years now, more or less, and um, it's it's a challenge. I tell you, it's a challenge, a constant change, and um, it couldn't be better. Okay, so that means you are originally from Stockholm. Um, before we go into the wealth management topic, um, um, tell us a little bit about why Colombia. I mean, that's not like the direct, um, the easiest and the, the, the most um, direct idea to go from uh, Stockholm maybe f to Colombia. Tell, tell, tell us and uh, tell me and the audience what uh, triggered your, your movement and your, your idea to go to, to Colombia. Absolutely, um, absolutely, Michael. Uh, yes, it's it's definitely not the the first choice of of, of uh, Europeans to travel and settle in in Colombia. It's um, uh, it's definitely not the choice. Uh, for me, it has always been uh, important to see to see the world. Um, I started off with going uh, to Asia and the Middle East, uh, and then to South America and Colombia. Um, went um, in 2009, I think it was, and my first time. Um, and uh, that's when... That's when... 
Um, sorry, everyone. Uh, that's when um, I found it out that uh, this this country has a lot to offer. Um, I could see back then that um, there was a change going on, and and uh, that change is is um, is present today. You can see it uh, almost everywhere. Um, what do you mean exactly by a change? Like, um, just to make sure, you uh, traveled, you had traveled before to Colombia and saw that change, or was it uh, that you um, watched the news or read newspaper and uh, you were like very interested in that in that um, in that country and were, uh, were like, okay, I need to go there. I want to make sure. I want to make sure that I'm not missing that opportunity. How, how was that? Well, it, it actually started with, um, it, it, I mean, everyone telling you how bad a country is. Um, I mean, I think in the in the eyes of many, many people, especially in Europe, um, people have the image of uh, Colombia being um, drowned in, in cocaine. And, uh, and um, uh, I can tell you that that's not how it is. And uh, I, I actually wanted to see that for myself, obviously. Um, I don't like to trust mainstream media to tell me what to do or not to do. And um, I, I came back to Colombia several times, 2009, 2010, 12, and uh, Constantly, I could see the, 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 the country growing and, and people wanting to, to move on, move on from the bad times and, and get into the better ones. Um, okay, interesting. So that means uh, you are definitely um, very happy right now in Bogota. You, are, you're, you don't see any, any reasons why, why to move back. You, um, you, you are definitely... Um, um, well, living your dream? Um, uh, I, I don't know if I'm living a dream, but um, what I do, what I do love, and what I do like is is to be a part of the change. Uh, I like to grab the opportunities when I see them, and and I could see the opportunities in Colombia a few years ago, and now I'm here, and uh, I'm ready to take on the opportunities and, and be a part of that. Okay, so you're talking about opportunities. Can you can you be a little bit more specific to um, to what, for example, do you see as opportunities? Where and also, how do you plan or how have you been leveraging these opportunities right now, um, so that you can also take advantage of them and you can maybe um, make sure that uh, arbitrage opportunities um, are, are favoring yourself. Well. Um well, I mean, the opportunities um, that I can see and that I, uh, that, that I saw um, is basically an infrastructure. Um, it's, um, and it's, it was bound back, back in 2010 um, that the government would invest huge amount of money into infrastructure, um, roads, tunnels, um, railways, um, improving the ports. Um, uh, there's been a, a there's a huge uh, um, investment opportunity within these areas. Um, I think just just real estate in, in Bogota over the last 
five, six years been booming. Um, so it's, so there's lots of opportunities and for, for foreigners to come here and, and to, to see and be a part of, of, of the opportunities that has arised uh, is it, um, beyond me. Why, why not more here? Okay, interesting. So that means, for example, like thinking about real estate, for example, that means you are identifying real estate, um, sorry, infrastructure projects. And because like, I'm not a real estate expert, but maybe one idea would be, okay, I'm going to make sure that um, I'm identifying uh, infrastructure projects and then I'm going to buy land close to those infrastructure projects because I know that the um, value of that land will increase exponentially within the next five to 10 years because um, there's going to be a new highway or there's going to be a new cable car or whatsoever uh, being built or how do you how do you approach that uh, infrastructure opportunity uh, exactly um, that, that's a very good point there uh, and and I think and I think that um, I'm sorry, could you repeat that question once more, please? Sure. Um, well, how do you, you um, how's the process of leveraging these opportunities? Do you go and say, okay, there's a certain um, infrastructure project. Um, for example, you have a metro being built in Bogota. Okay, I know that the metro lines is going to be uh, covering new areas which were not really accessible previously, but in five years, they're going to be accessible. So I'm going to buy land there. And afterwards, I'm going to have um, my land is going to, the value of the land is going to increase tremendously. Is that the approach you take? Yes, exactly. Um, exactly. That, that's exactly my point. Um, uh, I mean, just, just by, by knowing where uh, a, new, a new metro line, a new metro station will, will be, available to, to the to the public uh, um, that will increase um, that will increase value uh, because it's gonna be more attractive and uh, basically the, the the community will grow around the station if there isn't a station there already okay got it perfect um, previously you mentioned uh, that you are not only wealth manager you have several uh, projects um, why don't you talk a little bit, a little bit about all your projects and um, what are you doing what are you dedicating yourself to and how came you you started those projects uh, absolutely absolutely um, I'm more than happy to uh, yes I'm not just a wealth manager I am also uh, have also started a, a company here in, in Colombia which um, we are we are focusing on on bringing and helping um, both European and Scandinavian companies to come here and seize the opportunities that, that that this country has to offer. But we also want to give something for for the Colombian companies, and and that's taking on new markets um, and products to export. To, to the new clients, especially in Scandinavia, it's, it's a it's a market that uh, really no one has touched, uh, and I, I would like to say that we are um, we are breaking ice there. 
Okay, great. That means you're a broker. You are brokering uh, goods, um, maybe yes. also real estate and whatever there might be of interest with certain uh, arbitrage opportunities where exactly. you see, um, okay, there's a certain market uh, or I don't know, like starting from fruit, maybe you are, for example, uh, give us an example. What are you, you're exporting fruits or you're importing some machinery? Uh, what are you, what are the goods you're trading the most? Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, fruits, uh, obviously. Uh, well, I mean, Sweden for many years been a huge importer of, of both bananas and, and coffee. Um, but uh, more exotic fruits are available these days, and you can make them. Um, you can make them last the, the, the long shipments, and uh, that that's opened up more more opportunities in fruits. Um, we also got, um, especially from from Sweden, uh, we got um, uh, we got iron uh, and and other um, natural resources as well from Colombia. So so it's basically it's, it's, a, it's a new when it's not a new market, but um, but for a long time it's just been about coffee and banana, and now it's not. So. Um, we, we, we we're getting there. We we breaking ice. Sure. You, you are. So so just to make uh, sure I then I I understand that correctly. So that means, for example, you have let's let's put the example of Guanabana here, uh, a very uh, healthy um, fruit, yeah. very exotic, actually uh, almost not available in, in in Europe as far as I I know. Um, mm -hmm. good, good against cancer apparently. Um, how do you you have um, your potential customers back in Europe and you tell them, okay, I got this guanabana uh, fruit. Um, you're gonna do all the customs yourself. You're gonna do all the process uh, yourself. Or do you have again people uh, in between who are gonna handle all the processes yourself uh, themselves? Sorry. Yeah. Um, well, um, we we are most like. Uh, Intermediaries, so so that means we, we actually we we connect the importers with the exporters. So um, uh, we are bringing business to these companies. Um, then why do you, you ask me why 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 can't they do them do it themselves? Well, it's 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 easy. You, you, if you don't know anyone, it doesn't matter if you are you're an importer or exporter of goods. You still need to know who and when, and that's where we come in. Okay, got it. Okay, that's interesting. Um, and one example of importing to Colombia: what do you um, what do you do? Your which products do you see the most uh, being being imported to to Colombia? Uh, when it comes to importing goods, um, I would say that. Um, it, it's, um, it's not that much of, of, of goods coming into Colombia as it is exporting goods from Colombia. Uh, the main thing I, I would like to, to, to add to this is um, European companies and, and Scandinavian companies in this case uh, to uh, come here, open up. Um, to establish uh, new the new stores, establish new uh, job opportunities for Colombians. Um, there is a huge market. There is it's an unbelievable huge market, and, and uh, 
I think the greatest import from, from Europe and, and Scandinavia is the companies we have over there. They should be here. Okay, that's interesting. That's cool. That's um, very insightful, especially um, because you are not only wealth manager, you're not only managing others, like other people's money, you're also really doing business and, and making sure that um, processes are uh, cross-border transactions are being handled. That's very interesting. Um, concerning a little bit uh, towards the, um, uh, let's go into the direction of investments in, uh, in Colombia. Where do you see, from your point of view, where do you see the most um, interesting investment opportunities in Colombia yourself and, uh, and also why? And maybe both by ge geography and also by vertical. Um, well, um, great investments in Colombia right now would be um, would definitely be um, if you if you have the money, if you really have the money, uh, I would suggest to to buy um, real estate, um, but in a very short term. It's a very short-term investment. Um, you should actually get your hands on 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 some on some great um, uh, undeveloped um, opportunities and develop them quickly and and, and sell them off. Um, why I say that uh, it comes back to um, uh, I think from your first interview you had. Uh, where you talked about this real estate in, in Colombia and, and the prices going up. And um, some people are saying that this is a bubble, some people saying it's not. Um, I, I, I'm not going to tell you if it's a bubble or if it, that's going to burst and, 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 um, uh, or if it's going to keep going up. What I can tell you is that if you look around in the world and... Um, Uh, once there is um, um, a huge rise in, 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 in the price of real estate, and then when there is uh, a new new projects, for instance, um, uh, once the tallest building is built in the city, uh, when that's done, it's in many cases it's been followed by a huge decline in, in real estate prices. In Bogota, there is this new um, skyscraper um, BD Bacata and and uh, I think that um, that one is the tallest right now here and uh, the prices in, in Bogota has been going up for a very long time um, even though there is a huge demand um, something is telling me once you're up uh, it's going to come down and I think it will um, okay interesting so that so that means you would not suggest um, any investments in Bogota. Uh, long term investments in real estate in Bogota, no, that that I would not recommend. Okay. Uh, business wise, business wise in Bogota, there is um, there is there are huge opportunities. Um, if you are involved in, in infrastructure, that that would probably be even even the best. Um, um, apart from that, there are a huge demand for new items. Uh, there is a, a, a huge middle class in Colombia ready to, to spend money, and they like to spend it. 
Um, you part, I mean, you won't see, um, you won't see that many places empty on, on a Friday night, which is today. Uh, I imagine people um, wasting loads of money during weekends. So if you are in the, in, in the, in the terms of, of hotel uh, and, um, and night, nightclubs, uh, bars, fresh restaurants, it's, it's a tough business, but if you got something uh, very good, uh, I'm sure you, you, you will make good money as well. That's actually a very good point. I, I totally agree. I think um, there's definitely a huge opportunity, especially in the luxury sector and also in the, in the nightlife sector. For example, uh, actually last week I went with my girlfriend, I went to uh, one of only three rooftop terraces, I think, in, uh, in all over Bogota. And the price of uh, that rooftop terrace was like of a beer was the same as in uh, in the Bogota Beer Company, which is like uh, for people who haven't been to Colombia, it's like a, like an Irish pub style. Uh, was more or less the same. And I was like, okay, you know, you just have to um, make sure I don't know how, but make sure that you get access to any rooftop and get a license and just make it like super fancy and uh, and then make the beer not i uh, know like not around uh, three dollars but maybe uh, ten dollars and uh, you're gonna target a totally different audience which in my opinion isn't really um a lot of times is not being satisfied um and covered that much in Bogota. how do you see that yeah, I, I totally, I totally agree with you. Um, um, which is, which is why, um, for instance, um, uh, I know um, um, there are there are screaming market. There is, a, there is a huge market um, looking for for these kind of things. Uh, if if you just can, if you just can make sure that you have something unique and a little bit more more stylish. Um, uh, you, you will you will be set set off for a good good investment. Um, like you said yourself, there's not that many roof terrace bars, uh, and uh, I know for a fact that people love that. Um, so anyone with a great uh, with a great investment for a rooftop uh, bar is gonna make uh, a good a good business. So um, for, um, for me also to understand, for example, if someone listens to this, um, to this um, um, session and has a lot of money and says, okay, you know what, um, I'm interested, I, uh, I wouldn't mind investing uh, um, some of my money in, uh, in Colombia, this person could contact you and you would uh, then, how, how would that work also with respect to the wealth management? You would then um, talk to this person and ask him or her about their particular preferences or uh, you, you have a certain um, structure and process and you say, I always do this and that and uh, no matter, matter what comes, do you have different portfolios? Do you go in, towards an an individual basis. How, how does it work if someone wants to give him or her, uh, give his or her money to, uh, to you? Uh, very, ni very nice question. I, I, I love this question. Um, well, it, it's it is very different. It all depends on the client. Uh, you, the, the client could be a person 
or it could be a business. It could be a, an enterprise. Um, it, it actually all depends on the client. Um, it, it, what, what I do is that um, obviously we have a good conversation. That's very important. We, we, uh, you, you need to know your customer. Uh, you can't you can't do a good job unless you know exactly what your client wants and what he's looking for uh, and what he has. Um, so so I, I would like to say that um, I would always start off with with doing um, what I call an investment profile. Investment profile is 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 uh, is a huge um, questionnaire. Uh, where, where we gather everything uh, and break it down so we, we, we can get the most out of the investment. Uh, so, so basically anyone who wants uh, a, a great management of the, of the money, there are so many different ways to invest. Uh, some people could look for, for, for investment in real estate All right. Some people could could work, I mean, some people could look for for, for a stock portfolio to be managed. So um, this is something uh, is it's too general, and it needs to be it really needs to be um, settled with each and every client. Okay, that means you you really sit down with this client, have a Skype conversation, and say, okay, what's your what's your idea? How much do you want to um, risk? How much do you uh, do you want to invest? And then you're gonna go with your uh, idea and with your um, yeah with your uh, plan investment plan. exactly exactly okay um, for the ones who have joined recently um, quick a quick note if you want to ask questions right now you can um, if you are in Google Hangouts you can go next to your name there's a small question mark and next to that there's a small panel and click that panel, looks like a net, and then you're gonna see a small icon which is called, or which, which uh, says Q&A. Click on that and then you can raise your question and then we can, we can, um, we can answer them. Uh, sorry, yeah, perfect. Um, so I really um, like the idea and I, I'm really impressed by your, your project and I'm, I'm, I know that I couldn't, uh, wouldn't even know how to do that. And I think it's very interesting to also see that you are definitely one go-to guy. If someone wants to invest in Colombia, he or she can approach you and say, okay, you know, I want to diversify my portfolio and then I can, uh, I can, um, I can uh, approach you. Um, concerning your own investments, because there are a lot of people maybe um, also um, questioning themselves, okay, or wondering uh, what your personal portfolio looks like. Which things have you invested yourself um, until now or right now? Which investments are you long? Uh, I can tell you that my own portfolio is probably the most uh, exaggerated oil portfolio you could find these days. Um, uh, I'm about 90% in oil. Um, and that might bring some questions, I, I imagine. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it, it, it depends when you went long, well, when you start to invest. But yeah, go ahead. I'm really curious about that. 
Uh, well, um, um, actually, uh, I went into oil uh, for about ninety percent of my investment last last June. So it's been about seven, eight months now. Um, and the oil price was then at fifth. What was it? Fifty? Forty? Yeah, exactly. It, it went. It was around fifty, uh, sixty back when I went all in. Uh, and you might ask, uh, wasn't that the dumbest thing you could have ever done? And I would say to you, no. And why would I? Why would I say that? Uh, well, it's, it's, I mean, there, there, are, there are certain things you need to understand about oil. Um, um, I've been into oil for a very long time, not just these last eight months. So I do have a certain knowledge about oil. Um, but um, I, I could see back then uh, similarities to, to what happened to the subprime uh, crash and the financial crash, uh, which gave huge uh, opportunities to invest in, in, in banks. Um, and, uh, for instance, Bank of America was, was a great investment back then when, when it all crashed. Um, today, it, it's oil. And uh, everything comes in cycles, um, more or less. Um, my own portfolio would be right now uh, probably considered extreme uh, and uh, it's not for everyone, definitely not. Uh, would, I, would I tell uh, people to jump into oil at the moment? Um, yes and no, <laughs> which means, um, for a very long perspective, uh, I, I think you would make a really good money if you if you are long in oil. If you are looking for something short in oil, then you should stay way off. Okay, interesting. So um, you definitely say, for example, um, it, it really depends on the longevity and also on the on the time horizon you're you're gonna invest and your so. When do you expect your, your oil price to be like, and also maybe with respect to Colombia, uh, when do you see like a certain recovery on the, of the oil price? And maybe also based on, on which, quest, um, which, which reasons. Uh, until now you, you mentioned, okay, there has been some ups and downs in uh, other markets, in the banking market, and also maybe in real estate markets. So whenever it went down, most of the things went up again. That's a logic uh, thing. Do you have other indicators uh, which triggered your investment, um, which have, I don't know, like, do you go for technical analysis or do you go more for fundamental analysis? What was your, what your reasoning process um, in order to make that decision? Well, first of all, it's 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 very it's, it's logic uh, and, and things that needs to make sense. Uh, when you look at the oil price below thirty dollars a barrel, it's 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 a challenge. It's a challenge, not not only for the the producers of oil, uh, the oil companies. It's uh, it's causing problems financially for, for a huge number of, of the, the, the countries in the world. Um, some countries that, that need oil more than anything, they have the, whole, uh, the whole financial system is, is, is built up on, on income from oil. Saudi Arabia, which is uh, probably the number one. Um, 
I mean, they, they are losing so much money each and every single day trying to push out ridiculously low price of oil. Um, it's, it's not sustainable. Um, actually, it's not sustainable anywhere. I think you just look at Venezuela. Venezuela should be, uh, well, uh, I, I, I seriously think Venezuela right now should be, be, be causing huge problems for, for the rest of the OPEC countries, even though OPEC right now is not really a, a, a governing system uh, since they're not cooperating as they should be. Sure, okay. So you definitely see like political um, influences um playing a very, very big role in that. Like, um, it's less about the supply and demand, it's much more about, okay, uh, there are people who, who who still manage the, the oil price and who, who decide more or less, okay, what, what do we want to have the oil price, uh, at which price do we want to have it, and we need this oil price a little bit higher, so let's let's pull the triggers and let's go for that, uh, and we're gonna, we're gonna have a higher oil price. That's more or less like your reasoning. Just to make sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you just need to look. For instance, um, there is a there is a, a huge problem in the Middle East. Uh, I think, I mean, look at Syria, Yemen. Um, it's total chaos. Total. Uh, you have Russia going um, in. You have Turkey. You have the United States. You have Uh, England um, and uh, you have Saudi Arabia, you have uh, Israel, you have th th there's just so much conflict going on, and I think that for some reason, um, uh, and, and it, actually the situation is not getting better. It's not getting better at all. It, it's uh, if anything, it's getting worse. Um, it's bringing refugees to to, to Europe. Um, Flooding, flooding Europe with refugees as well. Uh, it's causing problems everywhere. And, um, and uh, keeping oil this low is not going to help. Uh, and, and if this would have been uh, three years ago, uh, if this would have been three years ago, uh, um, just, just a tiny incident, well, it's not that tiny, but, but as the Russian flight getting shot down by Turkey would have made an impact on, on the price of oil, making it go up. Uh, the, right now, the price of oil is, is down to a few matters. Um, there is fear in the market, and there are, and the good thing is that uh, since oil is in the market, it's in the news, uh, everywhere you, you You listen today, everyone is talking about the crash of oil, the, the oil, oil Armageddon is going to be the end of the world. Um, you just need to remember one thing, and, and that's that oil is um, still uh, king um, amongst natural resources. There is, this is still the black gold. Okay, okay. That's interesting. That's, uh, you know, you made a point. That's very interesting and uh, definitely also um, very important to, to see that. Um, I, to be honest, I am not an expert in that field, and I really appreciate um, all your all your insights which you bring to the table concerning that one. Um, coming back a little bit to, to Colombia, um, 
and also looking a little bit to the future uh, with respect to Colombia. Also, I mean, we, we just talked about the oil price. Um, where do you see Colombia in five to 10 to 15 years? And also, um, where do you see maybe weaknesses and, and also uh, their strength? And also, where would you um, put your investments and also, um, again, like geography, ge geographically and also vertically? Where, where, where do you see Colombia in, in a decade? Uh, Colombia in a decade would be uh, uh, um, would be uh, probably one of the greatest countries in South America uh, due to the high population and uh, the hunger. There is a hunger here. Uh, everyone is hungering for uh, um, a better life, um, for um, education, um, and. Uh, I think that that's the main reason you need to look at. Um, a great business uh, in that case would be education. Uh, education systems and um, I think... So you mean uh, private schools? Like uh, or language schools? Or would it even be um, services or certain skills where... Where do you see maybe some uh, some uh, certain opportunities with respect to education? Yeah, I, I see I see um, I see private schools as as a major, and uh, I think that uh, for instance, um, um, you, you you could see something as maybe where where you you can just get yourself a um, an education within a certain kind of um, certain kind of area for instance um, like a business school uh, but it doesn't it doesn't add to all that it, it, by the end of the term you are qualified to work within a certain sector so so I think there are huge opportunities within education here um, Okay, that's interesting. So uh, opening schools or uh, business schools, uh, I think there are a lot of, um, it might be very difficult to get uh, licensed and to get uh, um, to get like uh, certified in, a, in an official school. Uh, do you have any ideas about, do you, do you have any idea about the process there or, um, or uh, have you heard about um, is, if it's possible to open your private school in, in Colombia? Uh, yeah, um, uh, it's funny you asked, actually, and uh, I, I honestly wasn't going to talk about uh, my my own uh, my own interference in in, in uh, the school world. Um, but um, as I I have been now for a, for a while, I'm I'm, um, I'm with with a very good friend of mine. Uh, working on a new kind of school um, to be established here in Bogota. And uh, it's, it's uh, definitely a unique kind of, of a project um, and school for that matter. Um, it's, it's not like any ordinary school that you might, uh, might think of. Um, so uh, by doing that, it, it, it is it is a, a struggle to get licenses and uh, and obviously location. Just as real estate, location is everything. And um, but it's not impossible. It's not impossible. Um, you just need to 
uh, work with the right people. Okay, that's uh, that's a good point. Um, working, with, I'm gonna write that down. Working with the right people. That's uh, that's uh, I think um, definitely a point which is which is very important. And this usually takes time to figure out who who can you uh, who can you trust and who can you um, rely on and who's able to collaborate. Um, exactly. And not not only obviously not only in Colombia, everywhere in the world. Uh, this is um, the same for for the US or for 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 Germany or for Sweden, I guess. Um, coming a little bit to um, towards towards the end of the interview, before we go into, I have a couple of questions from from the audience. Um, our two questions, which we like to ask our audience. So, what you like the most, and what you like the least about about Colombia, and also maybe if you if you want to refer to Bogota itself. Uh, you can also do that. So, what you like the most about Bogota or Colombia? What you like the least? Uh, I, 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 this is a great, great question. Um, what, what I love about Colombia is is um, is just as you would be told uh, in Europe. Uh, you need to watch your back, and uh, everything is is uh, harmful. But but it's really not. Uh, everyone is. Uh, extremely friendly um, you you could um, have a conversation with just about almost anyone and um, I think that, that the best with Colombia is that, um, that they have been through so much so um, you, they have just moved on from being uh, victims Uh, they, they don't want to be victims. They, they they want to be so much more, and they want to show the world how, how what they can do, and and um, that's what I love about Colombia. Uh, apart from that, you have so many beautiful places, and you have the uh, four four seasons in one country. Uh, I don't think anywhere else in the world you find that. So that's great. true. I totally can uh, can agree with the pride of the people uh, about their country. I think it's it's amazing to to be somewhere where people are so proud of their country. It's it's just for me uh, one of the most impressive things uh, of this country here. And uh, so, also t talking about like uh, maybe things you don't like that much, and you you would like to um, maybe to um, yeah to change or have changed. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I think uh, I think this is a. Um, I think there is a lot uh, to change for the better. Uh, for instance, uh, we all know that um, Bogota is in need of a, of a metro. They 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 need the underground. Um, the 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 Transmilenial and and. The, Other buses, it's, it's just not working. It's really not. It's too many people, and it's not. It's not built the way it should be. Um, perhaps uh, another thing that's not really as uh, attractive to the eye uh, might be um, that you. Well, I mean, you, you also have to understand that Colombia has been a, a poor country. For, for, for many years, um, so obviously you, you will find rough. You will find rough houses. Um, maybe the standards in the houses are not exactly what you could um, expect. Um, 
and uh, but apart from that, uh, I think that is I I just look at as at opportunities. Um, if if you find something you don't like, then then just don't complain about it. Look what you can do yourself to change it. Nice, yeah. Go and change it. Yeah, that's true. Um, coming to the uh, to one of the the questions, um, Tom is asking uh, if you. Uh, I think he he really wants to know like which products uh, he wants to import. So if you had to choose one product from Europe or from the US, he didn't say that. Um, which product would it be if you had to choose one? Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough question. Uh, 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 import one single product um, from Europe to Colombia. Uh, great. Um, well, um, I think I think food um, food opportunities in import port are are are, are, are huge. Um, there ain't that much um, um, things from Europe uh, food-wise that you can find here. Uh, so um, I, I think that's uh, a really nice um, thing to import. Um, okay, so you can uh, even. Maybe even better, technology. I think technology is even the best. Um, we all know European technology, German technology, um, uh, Swedish uh, high-tech companies. I mean, uh, I think you, you want to import something, go for, for either food uh, or, or, or technology. And technology okay. is number one. It goes actually along with... Um what David last, uh, said last uh, session about uh, importing machinery. And another question from uh, Julie, um, which business like goes into that dire same direction? People are interested in, in, uh, in uh, which opportunities are here. So which business would you, um, would you um, implement and also maybe where, maybe outside of Bogota, would you go maybe to, um, to uh, she says, maybe would you What about Leticia? What about uh, the Amazon? So where do you see opportunities there? Well, I mean, tourism. Tourism is, 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 is about to, to, to uh, explode. Uh, you want to be a part of a, a tourism. That if, you wanna, if, you, if you're looking for more exotic places, you need to look at tourism. Uh, what's tourism then? Uh, well, that could be anything, uh, actually. Uh, it could be uh, hotels. Um, Uh, hostels. Um, it could be uh, used um, arranging trips. It could be. Um, I mean, for instance, there. The I think a, a huge market for anyone with a good sense of, of um, a bit of international business would be smart enough to to implement a um, um, a new new kind of um, way to to explore these places. Um, you, I mean, you find in Europe, you find places to go cheap to, to Thailand, go cheap to Turkey, go cheap to Spain, but you don't hear any much about going cheap to Colombia, do you? Okay, that's cool. That's interesting. Um, well, that's, um, that's it for now. Um, I have one final question. If people want to contact you, how can they do it? What's the best? Uh, what's the best way? Do you have a website? Do you have a, um, a email address, um, which I can yes. also maybe forward? 
Yes, of course I do. Uh, unfortunately, I have I have so many because I'm involved in so many things. But uh, obviously, you feel free to contact me at j at improverize.co. J at improverize. Uh, okay, that's I am like e r o v e r i z e. Okay, perfect. Good uh, collaboration. Okay, so um, for the ones who are interested, um, please feel free to directly contact Jay so that um, yeah he uh, he can help you. He can help you also with any sorts of questions um, concerning importing, exporting, wealth management, um, Colombian general. Um, I think uh, Jay, you are you absolutely. Um, Happy to, to answer any question. Absolutely, absolutely. Everyone is welcome to ask me anything they want to know. So uh, don't, don't be afraid to ask. Perfect. Well, Jay, thank you very much for, for being with us. Um, it was very interesting. Um, thank you very much for your time. And um, yeah, talk to you soon. Yeah, thank you for having me. And it's been a pleasure. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye.